0: What's up? It's your host, Tori, and who is ready to be petty? If you're listening to this podcast right now, stop what you're doing, go on Facebook and join our RTPP podcast group. You can find us through our Facebook page or by searching Ready to Be Petty podcast group. I started this group to create more of a community around the podcast where you can submit stories that you want me and my guests to talk about where you can comment on stories that we've covered on the podcast and where you can share your This Week in Petty. And I hope you'll join us. I also want to point out on this podcast, uh, (laughs) we talk about the Caller Daddy drama. And literally moments after Lindsay and I stopped recording, Alex Cooper, co-host of Caller Daddy, posted a YouTube response video, which we love. It was 34 minutes long and I drank up the entire thing. But it means that some of the content on this pod is a little bit outdated. So I wanted to give you my hot takes on this YouTube response video before we get to Lindsay's episode. So I was shook when this was released because I thought it would be more... Like weeks since we would have gotten a solution to the caller daddy drama. If you didn't watch the thirty-four minute video, congrats for having a life. But also, um, I can summarize it for you. Basically, she actually corroborated Dave Portnoy, who is the founder and like owner of Barstools, story about what happened. And basically said that her and Sophia are not on speaking terms. She went back and accepted Barstool's deal. So she would be able to own their IP at the end of their contract. And there's been no word how Sophia has responded. Alex also said in the YouTube video that she would be releasing a podcast on Wednesday a Call Her Daddy episode, so we are waiting with bated breath to see if Sophia will be a part of that. I would be really sad if she wasn't. I thought that they were a dynamic duo, and I really think that that is the secret sauce to podcasts is when you're listening to a conversation between people that just seems like you're in the room with them. So I don't know. I don't know how they're going to come back from here, but I am so excited to find out. Anyways, I hope you enjoy this episode, and I hope that I'll see you in our Facebook group. I'm so excited for this episode. It's been now about a year in the making. Welcome back to one of our favorite guests, Lindsay. I'm so happy to be back, (laughs) and I can't believe it's actually been a year. I know. It's sometimes so weird to think about, like, time in terms of, like, what was happening in RTBP land. Literally a year ago. Yeah, Yeah, I know. It was, like, right before I was, like, off to Europe, and I was, like, podcasting uh, right before, and then I was, like, editing our episodes when I was, like, in France. It's... Yeah, it's literally so and weird. And how much life has changed since then. I know, I know. So welcome back. We're so happy to have you and to hear about all your hot takes. Lindsay's been in the middle of tax season. She's an accountant. So she, this is her her first uh, foray into, is that a word? I don't know. Her first um reintroduction into pop culture so basically i'm a professional quarantiner so while everyone else is living the glorious iso life this is Mm. like my standard (laughs) like where you just like don't shower you don't see anyone you eat shit food this is called tax season i'm made this. Yeah, it's so funny sometimes when I think about like how much my life has changed, but then in some aspects, like how much my life has not changed. changed. <laughs> oh my god, everyone's <laughs> yeah. like baking a loaf of bread and like you know, yeah. getting a new craft or I don't know, working yeah. out, not nah, dog, no. No, 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 no. I order takeout every night. <laughs> and I've like binged multiple seasons of TV. Oh, that's so great. So yeah, to each their own. Um, I'm happy with the time that I've spent in in quarantine. You do you. Yeah. Absolutely. So today we're going to talk about some fun topics. Uh, the first thing I immediately thought of uh, when Stephanie Meyer announced that she was releasing Midnight Sun was, I need to speak to Lindsay <laughs> about this. So we're going to talk about Midnight Sun. We also want to talk about the Color Daddy drama, which I don't think I often talk about other podcasts on this podcast. So I'm actually like really excited to talk about that. And we wanted to chat a little bit about, yeah, our time in quarantine um, some corona trends that we've hopped on and, and noticed and maybe love. This week in Petty's back, so I'm excited for that. So Midnight Sun, for those uninitiated, which if you're listening to this podcast... You are probably initiated <laughs> with Midnight Sun. <laughs> yeah, it's like no explanation needed, but just in case you're part of the 1% that don't know. Midnight Sun is Twilight, the first book from Edward's perspective, <laughs> which is like a wild to me. It basically the story is is it was leaked on the internet. Stephanie Meyer was writing it in 2008. Where were we in 2000? Like did we even go on the internet that much? <laughs> like was that a thing? <laughs> yeah yes but like was it like msn messenger like i don't know was there google back then yes but i think that was like also the year that like facebook came out oh my god okay right i was probably writing on your wall like every day like insider jokes about like cheesy totally totally and there was like not even a like button why you like reply on each other's walls Oh, my God. Oh, my God. That is literally so... I don't even think there was private messages at this point in Facebook. No, I don't think that there was. There was literally just your wall. So, like, we'll take you back to that time. (laughs) But Twilight became huge. I think mostly, like, its peak was probably 2009. I think that the actual book came out in, like, 20... I always say this, 2006. But... I think it came to, like, um, the masses in, like, 2009 or 2008 maybe. But the first chapter of the book got leaked and Stephanie Meyer, the author, who, like, honestly, I have a bone to pick with. (laughs) She um, was so pissed that it got leaked that she's like, I will never release the rest of this book. Yeah, like, I don't understand. I feel like that was probably really good publicity for her at that time. And, like, there was such a huge... Following, yes, like, yeah, like we were dying, and then she was like, No, like, I'm not gonna release it. Like, why ruin it for the rest of us? Then, 100% because it was Twilight from Edward's perspective, is literally the only thing I needed at that time. (laughs) Like, I would have literally given up my firstborn child to read that entire book. I remember just, like, getting that book. I borrowed it from a friend, a mutual friend of ours, and it was in the summer, and I read the whole thing in, like, three hours on my couch, and I, like, was obsessed ever since. Obsessed. Like, yeah. to elaborate on the level that we were obsessed with, we friggin' bought (laughs) tickets, like, a month in this. Like, as soon as you could buy them in advance for the movie, not for the book, but we were so obsessed with the books. And then we lined up like five hours before the movie started yeah we had custom (laughs) made t-shirts with like like, (laughs) t-shirts team edward like oh yeah we had team edward but then we also had like the die you made like a shirt with the dice for like something about alice i forget oh my god yes okay okay this is all coming back to me I think I had, yeah, I don't even, like, literally remember what the dice was. But I feel like we each chose, like, different kind of, like, characters to, like, Uh represent. And I think mine was about Alice. Yes, it was. But it was something about dice. Which, honestly, I know, it must be, like, a fucking, I was going to say allegory, a metaphor for something. I, like, don't even remember at all anymore. But I just want to also say, like, a side note Whoever created the Twilight movie did Alice and her haircut so fucking dirty. You, like, what? <laughs> it's so bad. I okay, mean, it's like the pixie cat, but then like gelled out. <laughs> oh. It's so bad. And Ashley Green, who plays Alice, is literally fucking stunning. And they made her into like. The dweebiest little like elf vampire I've ever seen. Yeah. Yeah, she's beautiful, but they're like, "Mm, let's make her look pretty Hane in this. Like, (sighs) what were you thinking? It's so bad, and I feel like she wore, like, vests and, like, a not-cool choker. (laughs) Choker, yes. Yeah. So funny. But uh, Stephanie Meyer recently announced that she's going to release Midnight Sun, the entire book, in August. Actually, on Lindsay's birthday. On my birthday. Okay, so literally, this book comes out on my birthday in a time of life. Where it's like encouraged <laughs> and applauded to stay inside in your pajamas and do nothing and order food. Yes. So I'm in fucking agoraphobic paradise. <laughs> yes. Yes. I like feel like I haven't like binged a book in like honestly years. So I'm actually so excited. Lindsay and I were talking about this stuff, like how we still read? Yeah, literally. Novels. Let's talk about divine novels. timing because when Tori texted me to talk on the pod about Midnight Sun, guess what I was doing? I was literally <sighs> shopping online for like cheesy teen romantic <laughs> books. Yes, I've I trust me, I've tried to read age appropriate books, and I can't and like I just can't if you're not in fucking high school <laughs> and like if the like I hate this about myself but like if the prime focus isn't like finding your first love or whatever like I'm out, I'm out. I don't give a shit like I want to read a book about a teenage girl who still is at home with her parents yeah yeah absolutely and their, like and biggest like, worry is her first kiss like 100% that's that's the only thing I wanna read. And honestly, it's the same goes with movies really? and TV yeah. shows, honestly. <laughs> like Oh my god, I love this. Kinda of a little bit of shame in this uh game, but honestly, I don't know. All the you should just do what you wanna do. I think that's one thing that I have learned with with age you do is you. that yeah like honestly just do whatever you want to do and I want to read a book about a high school kid that like spends her summer in like the fucking King right God. okay I just ordered one about like some girl who like spent her <laughs> 17th like year her summer in Europe perfect like that sounds right up like my romance alley <laughs> is like between like her best friend's brother her yeah her best friend's brother who like comes along on the trip I'm like yep Yes. Oh, my God. The the best friend's older brother Classic. trope is just chef yes. kiss perfection. Like, honestly, like, I will never read enough about I that. I know I'm, like, 27 and, like, getting married. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I feel that. I feel that. So, yeah, I think it's perfect timing. I, like, don't like Stephanie Meyer, but, like, I guess this is a good time to release a book. So I can't hold that against her. Cute. I have a question. Yeah. Do you think honestly you can get that into it as you did when it was told from Oh my gosh, Bella's perspective. That's a good question. I think this is the thing and this is why I hate it. It's because it's like it's such a Bella is such a fucking generic character which I kind of like no shame I love. I know because you in like you're like, "Oh, that's that me." You can totally relate really, like like beautiful vampire falling in love with you like you're like girl next door like (laughs) yeah yeah she's like angsty and like honestly now that I think about it I kind (laughs) of I mean there's like aspects of her that's like when she's like driving like that old truck but no I I agree I think that it will be harder to get into it. But then I feel like I'm always, like, I want to know what was in Edward's mind. Because he was, like, fucking creepy. Like, if we really get down to it now, when he was, like, sleeping in her room and stuff like that, or, like, in her room while she was sleeping. So I want to know his thought processes. Like, how can he reconcile that that's okay? and also, (laughs) like, when Bella kind of, like, started a first, like, fall for him, it was, like, Mm -hmm. because he was, like, a protector and like you know he was like the super handsome guy. When he first became like infatuated with Bella, it was because of her scent and not because it was like, mmm, like you smell great. He was like, I want to devour you in like a non-sexual way, like totally. I'm gonna kill you. Yeah, and then like I also want to be like, was he alarmed when he couldn't read her mind? Yeah, because he couldn't read her mind. And remember, like he goes on like a camping trip. And she's like, where's, like, the Collins and stuff like that? Like, I want to know about that camping trip when they're just <laughs> murdering people. Animals. Yeah, that's how they, like, were okay with, like, drinking blood is because it was animal <laughs> blood. Yeah. Oh, my God. It's so funny. I also just, like, think that it'll be interesting because we don't – we get, like, Edward's backstory from him telling Bella. But, like, it's also interesting, like, I want to hear more about, like, his – life and stuff like that I totally agree and honestly like if if I do get super obsessed with it as I did with Twilight which I really hope that I do because I just I love being like that infatuated with something like it's so much fun yeah but really like if it's that good like hats off to Stephanie Meyer because I think that's going to be a really like big challenge for her to write it like in a captivating way That, like, doesn't make me creeped out. Totally. Like, did she write it fully in 2008 or whatever and she's just releasing it now? Or did she fully stop writing it and then revisit it? Okay, so I think she, like, wrote most of the book and then she stopped. And then wasn't she, like, going to write it again? But then – Fifty Shades of Grey did the same thing and then she did it again where she was like I'm not gonna release it or something. Right right I always forget that Fifty Shades of Grey is literally Twilight fanfic right. like that's wild to me yeah and she was like probably pissed and about And the fucked it. up thing is like it's the same like in reality it's the same kind of concept where it's like the submissive girl and like the dominant like it's yeah. kind of like uh, why you know but I know like how is this so seamless like it is because the book is like written like that and like Stephanie Meyer is like Mormon and stuff like that so there are some like values that she holds that she was like placing on this couple like when they had sex it was like after they were married and like oh, just like yeah. Yeah, like, there was things that she has that, like, maybe, like, are extreme for, like, the everyday person that, like, yeah, that were woven into, like, the story that we didn't realize. 15-year-old children. <laughs> yeah, like, 10 years ago, but now, like, are, like, evident. That's super interesting. I know the answer, but were you Team Edward or Team Jacob? I was Team Edward. Yeah, I think, like, that's... Just like in Outlander, because Lindsay and I also, like, watch Outlander, which is just so funny at the similarities to both of them. But it's like, Jacob, I think, was her soulmate if there wasn't, like, mythical elements. Right. But because Edward comes along, like, he's just the better match for her. And I feel like that's the same in Outlander with Frank would have been her soulmate if... She didn't travel back in time. Yeah, I'm obsessed with... I'm totally teen Jamie. Oh, yeah. Oh, of course. Yeah, Frank Frank also, like, sucks. Like, in the first season, I was like, oh, I, like, feel for him. And, like, he's, like, a great guy and stuff like that. But then, like, as the seasons go on, it's like he's, like, a trash human being. <laughs> but, I totally agree. And I like in Outlander, though, how, like, you kind of side with one character. But then you can so quickly change your your thoughts and like teams and like that was a scene with twilight like i feel like yeah we were team edward and then when he like paced for a whole book we were like fuck you edward we we're team jacob yes which is like basically kind of what like again happens in outlander exactly. where they like a at the beginning of the series they like reunite after being torn apart by like world war ii yeah. i think and then um Also, then she travels back in time to meet up with Frank again because she's pregnant and thinks Jamie died. And, like, for a while, it's good. Like, it's, like, a good relationship. So you root for those couples. And, like, it's funny now because I definitely think, like, I would be more like Team Jacob. Nowadays, yeah. But, like, back then I was, like, all aboard the Edward train. I actually, like, I think I came out of the. theater like because I like actually saw Edward in like real life like as real as possible I came out of the theater and I fucking bawled
1: <laughs>
0: because Edward was not real I know I know I remember crying that night and I think I was like texting yeah. you, and you were also crying Because we had like gotten picked up from the movie theater because we were like pre-driving, yeah, yeah. (laughs) like like, we didn't have our licenses or whatever, and it was just like literally crying to myself that the perfect man like Edward Cullen didn't exist, and we would never love anyone as much as that. No, no, and they would never love us (laughs) as much as that. Okay, speaking of us going to the movie theater to watch Twilight together, I tell this story. I would say. Once a month to whoever will fucking listen to it, and now it's the listeners of RTBP. Oh. But <laughs> because you read the books in your fucking head, you like obviously don't know what some now some names sound like. <laughs> oh my god! <laughs> Lindsay's face on this. I wish we had video, but this is an audio-only I podcast. I think it's not. Just like in Harry Potter, when people watched Harry Potter, they, like, didn't know how to say Hermione. Like, people thought that it was different. Well, our mutual friend, Taylor Ann. (laughs) (laughs) Sorry, Taylor Ann, that I'm going to out you here. But there's, like, literally, like, six or seven of us in the theater, like, all lined up in our T-shirts, in our team whatever T-shirts, and like snacks galore and stuff like that and carlisle comes into the movie and edward or whatever says like hey carlisle and taylor ann peers down the movie theater aisle and she's like it's not (laughs) carlisle oh my god Oh my God. And I literally will tell that to everyone because it's so funny and so cute and so genuine. It will never go down. No. Ever. No. I w- literally will share that with anyone who will listen. Really? <laughs> it was just so cute. I also just remember watching the movie and just being like, um, this is so poorly made. Yeah. <laughs> so, didn't we go together? Like, a second time to see Twilight. Yeah. And we peed our pants laughing at how fucking terrible the acting was. Like, okay, like, when Edward was, like, smelling Bella for the first time, we were like, oh, my God. Like, (laughs) what the fuck? It was the least sexy thing I've ever seen. Oh, creepy. I've ever seen. It was so creepy. It looked like he was, like, constipated or, like – Smelling something like absolutely disgusting. <laughs> like it was it was so not hot. Or like even just like the the thing that gets me about the Twilight series is when the vampires run uphill. Oh my god. <laughs> and it literally looks like they're running up like an escalator. Okay, and then the the ones, I don't remember which ones they were, but they were like Edwards cousins and they lived at like what looked like a beautiful ski chalet. Do you know what I'm talking about? The blonde ones? Yes, I do. Yes. Like uh, it was like a a clan that they were close to. Uh, Can you picture them in your head? Yes. Picture them in your head and then think of white chicks. (laughs) Right? Oh my god. Yes, because they all had to have Like, they were cast on, I guess, their acting skills. Yeah. Not the way that they looked. But then half of them had to be, like, blonde and stuff like that. And they're wearing, like, the worst (laughs) wigs I've ever seen. And they had to make all of their skin perfect and, like, completely alabaster white. And it's just so funny how bad they all look. Anyway, I hope that there's... I don't know if they could do a Midnight Sun movie. If it was with, like... It would be cool if it was obviously the original cast, or if they just honestly, like, made it with a a completely new cast. I would be also down for that. (laughs) I think also, like, things that play well in a book, but, like, not, like, in a movie, like, the red eyes and stuff like that. Like, I just think that the technology that we had back then just didn't do the books. Justice. I totally agree. I totally agree. Especially with all the vampire aspects, like like the running and shit. And then like when they tore the heads off to kill them. Oh, I hated that. And they like shattered and yeah. stuff like that. That was like fucked. Yeah, I hated that. You brought up a good point in our like pre podcast discussion. You were talking about how the, twi- I think it was the 10th anniversary. I was going to say 20th, but that wouldn't be the case. The 10th anniversary of Twilight was released. Um, it was called Life and Death and they switched the genders. It was Beau, was Bella, and I don't remember Ed- the Edward character what her name was, but they switched like Bella was a boy and Edward was a girl, but no one heard Nobody about Nobody heard it. about it. And I feel like there's a reason we didn't hear about it. Yeah. I bought it. Trust me. I just didn't <laughs> read it. Yeah, I totally like it. It's not like I didn't own it. But yeah, I didn't even crack it open. <laughs> yeah. Like, yeah, I just feel like, should Stephanie give up? Like, if she, like, I feel like this is just divine timing that, like, during quarantine, now she's, like, releasing it. Which is, like, as a businesswoman, because that's, like, what she is. Yeah, at the end totally. of the day, it's like, okay, I get it. But, like, she's be is she beating a dead horse? I don't know. I guess we'll find out, right? I don't know because, like, I'm going to purchase it to complete. I've pre-ordered <laughs> it. My birthday's planned. Yeah. Don't fucking Zoom me on my birthday because I'm not going to answer. <laughs> oh, my God. That's so funny. Yeah, yeah. Like, I'm going to pre-order it, but will everyone else? I'm not sure because also I feel like the people – Like us that enjoyed it at the time, like again, not us specifically because we're we're buying it. it. (laughs) Oh, of course, yeah. Like I'm, I will eat it up. But like the general population are like grown adults who probably like don't care. What's it like to like care about current events and read? Yeah, like not want to read like a fucking vampire novel. I don't know. (laughs) I don't know, but. Yeah, it'll be interesting to, like, see how successful it is and, yeah, if we can enjoy it as much as we did in in high Side school. Side note, I really hope so. Oh, me too. Me too. <laughs> For sure. Um, It's, like, the one thing I'm looking forward to this summer because all my other plans have been canceled, so... I think one other thing I want to say before we move on is that, um, again, I think I'm aging myself. Not that anyone, like, very young listens to this podcast. But in high school, you had, like, your your school computer, like, log on. And when you were, like, in classes that had computers, you would, like, log on to your account. And my background... Was like basically a naked <laughs> picture of Jacob of Taylor Lautner, and like yes. I just lived my life like that. It was like um, uh, like duplicated. So there was like three or four naked <laughs> Taylor Lautners as my background, and like my teachers would come around to like help me with stuff or whatever, and like just see it's like that It's, like, like thing. No one mentioned it, but I. It's just so weird to think that like. I was just like that, like ballsy, and I see. I'm pretty sure you know how, like we had those binders and they had like the plastic thing in the front where you could like put whatever. It totally yeah. had Twilight stuff in there. like pictures, but I think I made a collage of Edward. I had like four pictures, and then I had like a like a quote in the middle. Like I made it. Oh my god! Oh, I love that so much, Kate. Get it. <laughs> one other thing that just really dates us one of my friends for my birthday in high school illegally torrented the movie and gave it to me on a dvd oh, like my God. um see like disc <laughs> and then I put it on my computer and I put it into itunes and I put it onto my ipod now Nano. I remember this <laughs> yes like the purple fucking nano with the tiny screen like the screen is probably like one centimeter by one yes. centimeter and every night before bed put I would just under, like your like fucking like huge iPod dock yes oh my yes. god I remember this so well yes like I did put it into those those docks that were Dinomy. like army <laughs> yes like literally it probably weighed like 40 <laughs> pounds And I would just like watch it and listen to it and then just be like depresso listening to the soundtrack. I'm obsessed. Uh, The days. Mems. Okay, another thing we wanted to talk about that's very, very much in the news right now is the Call Her Daddy drama. Are you a Call Her Daddy listener? Okay, to be honest. Yeah, I'm not. So just like. Yeah, be like, don't worry. A prude? Like, we just got off the topic (laughs) about, like, how we only like teen romance books, where they, like, their biggest worry in life is whether the boy is going to kiss them. (laughs) So, like, I think that gives enough about us. I'm literally (laughs) joking. I'm literally dying like holy shit I didn't know that Lindsay was gonna be holding up a mirror to my entire life during this podcast oh like God. holy shit wow yeah I just like wow. I don't like I can't I I'm all for like woman's lib. yeah of course but yeah, I'm a prude. I'm, I'm just gonna say it. Totally. So I'm not a listener, but I have listened to like a few sporadic episodes. um, And like, because they're just in the podcast world. Obviously, I kind of tune in and watch clips and and follow along that way. But yeah, I don't listen. I don't think that you necessarily are a prude with like, in terms of the way that they talk about sex because like they are like very like all in and it is in like a crude manner like it's on Barstool Sports like that's who the media like provider is um the podcast platform which is like a uh sports and kind of guys like really guys guys type of website so I yeah I definitely think like I don't necessarily think it's like bad if you don't listen I think like yeah it's great for certain people and I think like it allows people to talk about sex in the way that they want to which is great um but yeah I totally get that like some of it is just like I don't know not our cup no, of tea and like also well right now I'm like working at home all the time but like when I'm at work, all I do is listen to podcasts. Like it's so awkward (laughs) sitting in my little cubicle and like my boss is walking by. And if I'm listening to a podcast about like somebody giving a blowjob, like probably not a good idea. Yes, totally. I totally get that. Yeah. 100%. Like when you're in public and like they're talking about like 69ing and you're just like this This isn't appropriate for the context that I'm in. I think like another thing about sex positivity, which this podcast tries to be, is that you can talk about sex in the way that you want to and you don't have to, if people don't want to talk about it, like that's also their choice and we don't have to like force that on them. So I think it's totally fine with whatever your comfort level is um, or however you want to talk about it if that is serving you. I think the thing usually is is that people aren't talking about sex, and that's not serving them so right. and like harmful. so, yeah, I think speak about it however you want to speak about it. Also, again, for those uninitiated, uh caller Daddy is a sex podcast hosted by Sophia Franklin and Alex Cooper, and yeah, it's on Barstool. It's been around for two years, ah, uh, but yeah, they basically talk about all things related to sex and like also pop culture and celebrities and that type of stuff. But the general topic is sex and I hate Barstool. I think it's like super problematic and like some of their content is funny. Like I'll admit that, but I think like in general it's like very like gross and like misogynist and stuff like that. But they have the most successful podcast like, run by women in the entire world. Okay, that is crazy because so like what I know, correct me if I'm wrong on anything. They started off their podcast and it was like a couple thousand followers when Barstool yes. picked it up. Yes. Correct. And now they are like one of the top ten or they were one of the top ten in Apple Podcasts. Yes, which is like wild. Um so a few things like The fact that they're one of, like, the only female-hosted podcasts in the top 10 is, like, crazy. Like, that's such an accomplishment. And just, like, the podcast genre is, like, dominated mostly by men. Just, like, kind of radio before it. So, like, they absolutely blew up. Like, they are so talented. They're great storytellers. They have such good chemistry together they have created such a following and such a listenership that's just like it's unheard of. They really like developed a brand too. Like it's not just the pod like they have well they like call her Daddy like the slogan I guess and like all the merch um yeah. they have like a following their their Instagram like accounts are huge now. Yeah. Like the podcast Instagram has almost 2 million followers yeah. and they each have about a million followers. And they've just been able to capitalize so much on basically them just talking about whatever they want to talk yeah. about. Which which is like amazing. So what's happening right now, in case you're not following, is over the last couple months they've kind of hinted that they've been having troubles at Barstool. Um so they were like playing weird songs in their podcast that like had lyrics that were about like an ending coming and they um, named one of their episode titles like help us but spelt backwards oh my god yes yeah which is like so funny and also scary like at the same time if you like think about it and there was just a bunch of hints and then as soon as I think April started they weren't releasing new episodes which like in pod like quarantine has been when most podcasters have amped up their content. So everyone was shocked and everyone was wondering what was happening. Um, And basically they said that they couldn't speak about it. They were working with their lawyers and something was happening and people just made assumptions that it was because of contract Mm -hmm. deals. But basically what happened was they were shopping around to get either picked up by another network or to go out on their own because they were making so little money at Barstool. I think that's actually like fair. They were on a three-year contract. They had already done two years. So part of me is kind of like, oh, you should have just waited it out. But they had such a tight contract that they weren't making money on other like deals like Instagram ads. And they um, were not making money because when they were first signed on, they were like nobodies. And they didn't know, obviously, that they were gonna blow up to one of like Barstool's like best successes. Okay, so what's okay? What's the guy's name again? The owner of Barstool, Dave Portman. Okay, I hate him. I hate him so much. He makes it seem like they were making bank before. Yes, which they weren't. So they, I think they, it said in the articles because literally every newspaper article has picked this up. It said that when they started, they were making like $70,000, which to like normal people like us, that's a lot of money, obviously. But in the podcasting world, as well as living in Manhattan, that's like not gobs of money. And then over the past two years, they've worked with like sales from their merch and um, again, more brand deals with the podcast they were clearing um, about 500,000 Sophia was at least. And um, Alex, who does all the editing, was making like 600,000. So obviously they worked up to a lot. But if you think about the like if you think about in, like uh, equivalent influencers who can make 10,000, 20,000, 50,000 for like one single Instagram post, that's not tons of money. And they were, like, not allowed to do some of these things because they were on such tight contract with Barstool. And I think another thing that is, like, so shady is I think when they picked them up, they, like, took advantage of how inexperienced they were at that time. Totally. I feel like it's Taylor's as old as time where a person – in the industry gets picked up for being a talent by a huge agency. They sign onto their first contract and they're like, this is so much money and this is so good for me because otherwise I w- would have such like small listenership and stuff like that. And then all of a sudden, they're huge. They could be making so much more money and their contract has like outgrown them. And also like at that time, they wouldn't know all this legal jargon and why should they? When they totally. think that they're getting such a good deal because they're probably being swindled by Barstool. Totally. Who's so great? Right? Like, how are they supposed to know that they're signing their lives away? Absolutely. And we see this, like, again, like, there was that time in, like, 2016, I think, where everyone was leaving BuzzFeed. Oh, my God. Yeah. Like, tons of their content creators were leaving BuzzFeed because BuzzFeed and other media companies are treating these basically like content creator, like talent, like influencers, like regular employees. So they were getting like salaries. And it's like, no, they could be making so much more if they were on different types of contracts. I totally agree. And I think a three year contract is really unfair for like any means. Like, yes, there should be a clause where they can like revisit every year or I don't know, have like performance measures or some kind of incentive because like, I don't know. But I also, like, don't know the whole story. So my opinion could be, like, wrong or, like, off guard. No, I think, like, I – again, also, I've only read a handful of um, news articles and listened to, like, a few podcasts about it. But, yeah, I agree. Like, as we move on in this, like, new world of influencers, I'm sure that contracts are going to change to evolve more and have the, like, talent – per se, like, be treated more fairly. Totally. And why would they need to – didn't they sell, like, all of – like, they sold intellectual property completely, like, the whole brand, right? I feel like when people do that, they're like, well, I'm going to grow with this brand. And with Barstool, I have, like, a built-in audience of millions of people. So if – I don't think that they're disregarding that Barstool gave them their start, per se – but I think, like, they do deserve a lot more. Yeah, I agree. And I think it was really shitty of Portnoy. Like, yeah. I can say it without, like, cringing. <laughs> I think it was really shitty that he made a freaking pod. Like, talk about being petty. Like... Oh, I like, know. Like, I hated that episode. That was so unfair. I know. And he... I checked before we recorded this. He has taken over all of their... Instagram and Twitter and of course podcast stream and and posted his own shit. And okay, on one side I'm like, you greedy bastard, this is like so awful. Um, I also think he's like tried to drive a wedge in between the the two girls because he's saying that like Alex came to her senses. It's Sophia and her boyfriend Suitman that are like really, like, will never come back, etc. So I think he's, like, really feeding into that. But on the other hand, I will say some of his stuff, I'm like, this is how you did build a huge brand because some of it, like, was funny. I agree. Like, he's definitely, like, a (laughs) good businessman. When I was first starting to get into the story, like, I started to wonder if there was a conspiracy between Alex and Portnoy. Because think of how much the pot has blown up because of this. And he keeps yeah. mentioning that like him and Alex were like working on a deal and blah, blah, blah. And that he was going to sell the merch for like Free Your Fathers or Free The Fathers, right? Yeah, I, that confused me of like why he wanted to sell that and like why he allowed them to keep their posts up that say like, this is why you're right. It kind of does seem like, Almost a marketing strategy because everyone's talking about it. He allowed them when they posted certain things, he allowed them to stay up. Like when they posted on their Instagram, like we can't talk about it right now, but we're not recording the podcast. We'll let you guys know what's happening. Hashtag free the fathers. He left that up. I don't know. Oh my God. That is fucking wild. If this is a all an act or like if this is like actually a conspiracy with – between Alex and Portnoy, Dave Again, it just seems like perfect timing. Like, we've got nothing better to do than to dive into some goosey drum because there's nothing else going on in the world with all the celebs, like, quarantined in their mansions. Totally. But it's just also wild wild to me, like, why you would choose to mess with the success of this podcast because, again, it is literally – the top-rated female podcast in the entire world. Like, isn't that enough? Yeah, I totally agree. Yeah, that just seems so sloppy. Um, on their Twitter, their, their banner on their profile, it said, Caller Daddy presented by Barstool. And a few weeks ago, they cropped it. So it said, Caller Daddy resented by oh Barstool. Oh I love it. Like, they just cropped the pee out. It's so funny. Like, I I don't know. Just those types of little things I just, like, love. Okay, another thing to add to the conspiracy, which I cannot believe we haven't yeah. brought this up yet in this topic. Is Do you think that Sophia and Alex are actually fighting in real life? I don't know because I don't think any of them have actually spoken on it. I think you're right. That's the thing. Like, they might not Because it's all, like – yeah, that's true. Because it's all, like, speculations about, like, okay, what's the – what's her boyfriend's name? Like, The Suit or something? Yeah, Suit Man. like, he was, like, shopping for other pods or companies to, like, play them. Networks. Totally, yeah. He works for, like, HBO or something huge, and he – basically recognized that the girls were taking advantage of and were shopping them around. And I think both of them were on board, or at least this is the narrative. But then Barstool offered them to get out of their contract six months early, and they got, like, an additional payout. Mm -hmm. And um, Alex reconsidered, so they say. And Sophia didn't. I don't know what to believe. Neither do I, but it is juicy. And I'm following, like... Every single detail. I am too. And honestly, I hope that it works out for them too. Like, same. Uh, I I don't even know them or their content that intimately. But, like, I really hope that this doesn't come between them. And I hope that they also realize, like, friendship is so important. But also, like, their podcast was a combination of both of them. And that's what made it successful. Like, People say time and time again like why they like listening to podcasts is because it's like a bunch of friends hanging out and like that was definitely something that they did really well. So it would be really shitty like if they moved on but like did separate projects or something. Okay. And another thing, Portnoy is like selling merch against the suit man. Yeah. Like fuck you. I'm pretty sure it's you who's the real problem. Like don't use him as a scapegoat. <laughs> yes. I know literally literally selling merch that says like cancel the suit man and like (laughs) it's actually like so funny but also like horrific at the same time I can't even I can't it's it's so crazy how people like capitalize on these like incidents also just like who's buying right Like, I'm not showing up at the next function we're allowed to go to in a fucking cancel suit man shirt. Oh my God, I love it. And they were like, I looked, of course, they were like 30 US dollars and like the hoodies were like 55 US dollars. Could you imagine like dog. buying a hoodie that says cancel suit man for like fucking 100 Canadian dollars? <laughs> it's going to be a no from me. Ugh, I just can't. We do not support Barstool here. And yeah, we just wish the best for Sophia and Alex. If I were in their shoes, I would have done the exact same fucking thing, actually, because Barstool was going to make them sing. Like, okay, you know how Wonder... Who's Wonder Woman? You talked about on your last pod, or maybe two pods ago. Remember that, like, super embarrassing um imagine oh god Gal Gadot oh my god with like Will Ferrell and everybody oh god I blacked that out of my memory like I'm cringing (laughs) like the blood is rushing to my face because I'm embarrassed for them yeah me too Barstoola like wanted the girls to do something like that I would have been fucking out too (laughs) stop are you fucking real could you imagine No, like, I'd be, like, contracts oh over, God. take everything, I'm done. I'd be, like, I, I all of a sudden developed, like, loneliness, <laughs> like, sorry, <laughs> like, sorry about that. Oh, my gosh, yeah, they probably had to do so many things that they didn't want to do with bar stools. so, like, good riddance, but, yeah, so annoying, and it's funny because it's, like, Barstool was complaining about how much money they're losing. It's like, well, you could have just, like, offered them some more money and kept making Yeah, I'm pretty sure you guys are fine. Like, they were playing the victim yeah. card. Like, they couldn't pay their employees. I'm like, I'm pretty sure you guys have banged. So, like, let's shut up here. Yeah, 100%. Oh, that's so funny, them playing the yeah. victim. Classic. Classic. Yeah. <laughs> <Twins>. <laughs> Another thing we wanted to talk about is... Just things that we're doing in the time of corona. Lindsay, why do you want to tie-dye a sweatshirt? Okay, like I have to restrain myself from ordering a tie-dye kit. Like I hate myself for this, but I want to fucking tie-dye. Okay, I will say this. Rupert from Survivor (laughs) (laughs) ruined tie-dye for me. Oh my god, Really? Yes. So, like, multicolored. Okay. Dye. I want just like single so, color. Yes. Okay. Good, good, good. Because if I were to tie dye, it would be like a blue or a pink or a purple, like, lavender single tie dye. 100%. I follow this Instagram influencer. Her name is Kay. You'd actually like really love her. Her name is Jennifer Lauren. And like, every day she plays music on her like insta story and it's all like hillary duff or like like good throwbacks like such music love she tie-dyes like everything and i'm like i just need to do this but tie-dye is so expensive right now and it's on every website like so like you can do it yourself like all the stores are like magically selling tie-dye sweatshirts and everything do I really want to spend $50 on a tie-dye hoodie that I'm going to throw up in, like, three months when the trend is over? I know. I know. But the answer is probably yes. Like, yes, yes I'm going to go buy a tie-dye kit. prop This is the thing is that I think I would want to do it myself, but I'm, like, bad at that type yeah, of like, stuff. Yeah, like, don't sign me up for arts and crafts. I cannot do anything. No. No, neither can I. So, like, I feel like I would want to do it because, like, yeah, again, would I spend that money on something that I'm not going to wear all the time? No, but, like, I feel like I would be so bad if I did it myself. I agree. I agree. I, like, hopefully the trend is over and I can, like, resist the urge completely. Then. <laughs> yeah, it's literally funny when you say that because it's everywhere. Ugh, everywhere. Everywhere you can't go on one social media app without seeing everyone okay also the 80s I don't know if this is 80s or 90s actually bike shorts oh my gosh okay I cannot wear those yeah fucking bought some. if I ever wore that that length of pant or shorts like it just looks like I'm part of like an actual like cycling club or something so like amazing because I now have a like I have a bike and now I have those shorts oh my on. god I'm a fucking Vancouverite and I hate myself you are a Vancouverite it's I literally I feel like 80% of the things that Lindsay and I talk about are how grateful we are that skinny jeans came into Thank style god And you cannot wear flare jeans. I don't care what anybody says. I will judge you so hard for it. My life started with the advent of skinny jeans. (laughs) Bless skinny jeans. Never going out of style. And even if they do, I don't care. I don't care. I feel like that would be one of the things, because you know how people are like, um, there's like classic things and then there's super trendy things. I'm hoping skinny jeans are like the classic things that you can wear Literally to the day de- the day I die, um, and they're not like yeah something that come like really pa- like passe. But I'm five foot two. Remember like really flared yoga pants. Oh my god, the original Lululemons? Yes, like that's what I used to wear. Like I was this like little stumpy like with this original scuba hoodie. Oh, of course. Of course. Die if those pictures of, of me ever resurface. <laughs> I'm taking, like, a two-year break from all social media, everything, until everybody forgets me. I'm just going to hermit in my little, like, quarantine life permanently. <laughs> me too. Oh, those damn scuba hoodies. And, like, when people had them in, like, more than one color and you were like, what are you, rich? <laughs> and the matching headband. Like, the thick oh, headband. Oh, thick, just fucking slick to your... <laughs> Your ponytail. Oh, shoot me in the oh, face! Oh God, literally so bad. Ugh. Yeah, I I hope that I don't like. I always think about this of like in ten years or twenty years or whatever. Will I look at pictures of me now and be like, oh my God, I can't believe like I wore those like. I think, like I think that now we do that when we look back on when we're younger, and then when we're like older. Do you know how, like, we used to be like, Mom, why do you wear those jeans still? Or, like, they're so out of fact. That's what our kids are going to be saying about us when we're still fucking wearing skinny jeans. And they're like, Mom, that's so embarrassing. Why are you wearing those? Yeah. They're like, Mom, you can't middle part your hair anymore. Like, (laughs) you have to go back to the side part. Like, (laughs) I hope that day doesn't come anytime soon. I haven't made a banana bread in quarantine. Have you? Okay, I have not. I feel like yeah. everybody and their mother has made banana bread but me. A hot take. The banana breads I've seen online don't look good. Okay, that's kind of true. I feel like I feel like people are trying to be fancy or, you know, creative with their banana bread. Give me the old recipe, classic. the classic one that mom always had or grandma always had, and – since you all are making banana bread, like send it over. Yes. I don't want I don't want some new shit in my banana bread. Yeah, I totally agree with that. I also just like my mom's recipe. It's like basically cake. Um, God bless Maureen. Yes, and her cooking, and I just I won't make any yeah. other recipe. Plus, I I used to make banana bread like like regularly, so I don't know. I don't need to make it in quarantine. I'm just like not that good of a baker, so I just don't even go there I don't know people have also been making bread and I just like I no. can't like I just it's something I just will not like where do. do people get this time in quarantine okay obviously they don't work for public accounting <laughs> firms <laughs> yeah yeah I haven't been able to find yeast so I couldn't even if I wanted to but I don't oh, yeah that shit's like flying off the shelf and flour and rice sold out in Vancouver oh my god that's so funny yeah like chocolate chips and stuff here like hard to come by because everyone's making cookies and stuff. Got on them I guess. Another quarantine trend I don't think we have talked about this but I just thought of it. Press on nails because of all the nail slums. Oh that my are closed. gosh. Yes I've seen people do that. Have you tried? Okay, like no because I feel like Again, I would just destroy them. I can't even paint my own nails. I painted my own nails for the first time in like four, no, four years. I always, for some reason, I have this weird time thing where like, I was like, like, oh, that was like five years ago. I'm like, no, that was 12 no, like, years ago. Like when, when, when we were talking about Twilight and the first release in 2005, yes. I was like, oh yeah, like that, <laughs> like it's two, the, like three years ago. I think it was like No, it's 2020 like what it's so weird yeah like literally I feel like I'm like oh yeah that was just my undergrad it's like well I've been under my out of my undergrad for six years my (laughs) high school tenure grad no your tenure yes was this was supposed to be this year did you know like people contacted me and was like I thought you would be planning (gasps) I was like yeah fucking right (laughs) I would not no, attend. No, I'm like not attending. No, I I feel like there's no need in this day and age to have a reunion. Like anybody that you want to know about, you already know about. You can
1: totally vice versa.
0: Like anybody that I want to know about me and my life, they're gonna know everything because I'm not gonna know totally I'm not know. Like I don't know. I just think it's like. It's almost, like, tacky at this point. It is, 100%. And, yeah, there was no way that I was planning it or attending. But, yeah, it would have been this this summer, I guess. Linz, do you want to talk about claw clips? This is a trend that I've actually, yes. like, hopped on board. Me too. Absolutely. Why did we forget about claw clips? I don't know. I bought one two years ago or like a year and a half ago when i was rachel for from friends for halloween love, love. and then i just kept wearing it oh my god <laughs> yes snaps for joy yes i have mine like to separate my hair when i'm blow drying it because okay side note i made a new year's resolution this is so vain that people are gonna hate me no. to not use hot tools on my hair. I love that. Why would people hate because you for it's, that? Like people are like, oh, I want to like volunteer more, and I'm like, I'm not going to use my straightener. <laughs> this just shows us <laughs> as the type of people. I'm like, why would anyone judge you for that? And then you're like, because people like fucking volunteer. <laughs> oh my god, that's so yeah. funny. No, I think that's great. I love and that. And you know you. what? In prior years, I've, like, tried to do New Year's resolutions that were, like, better for the world or better for, like, myself and my, like, personal growth, and I never fucking stuck to them, but (laughs) I stick to this one, so jokes on all you, like. (laughs) That's so funny. So now you use a clock. Okay, so, like, yeah, like, no hot tools, like, direct, but I still blow dry my hair or else I look, like, kind of (laughs) damned from like freaking Forrest Gump when he's homeless like that's when my hair <laughs> <laughs> oh my god <laughs> <laughs> I can't but but yeah that's why I have the claw clip but then I don't even know how I caught onto this corona trend I guess like Instagram but then I started to put it like yeah like the Rachel clip behind yeah I love it yes me too so cute me too it's so cute there's like one influencer that I follow that does that like in and outside the house and Rowan my little sister rocks a claw clip like nobody's business she would rock it like a model too I know I know I was with her earlier today and my auntie said I think you're like the Kendall Jenner of the family like the model tall like skinny and stuff and I was like what does that make me Okay, but she totally is, like, Kendall jenner but she's way oh, yeah. fucking cooler than Kendall Jenner. 100 yeah. percent. Absolutely. Oh my God, I love that. Another thing that's just, like, been a trend in the pandemic for me is just, like, how the scale of how battles show up looking to work. Same. Same. Okay, I'm podcasting after work right now, and I'm wearing my pajama top still. Yeah. But it's, like... Would you rather sleep more? Oh, absolutely. Like I roll out of bed into work. But like I, I roll up with like my puffy sleeping face and stuff like that. And no makeup. I'm like trying to like get my skin like perfect. But like, yeah, no makeup, like gross hair. It's and like at first I was wearing like work like blouses and like tops and sweaters and stuff. And now I roll up in, like, gym clothes so I can just, like, immediately go, like, do my yoga, like, YouTube video. 100%. And, like, like, today, someone, like, I'm not even going to lie, commented on it. Oh, my God. Uh, what did they say? I, like, don't even want to repeat it. It wasn't bad at all. But, like, like I take offense to it because I, I take offense to everything. But, like, it's just, it's so funny of, like, how far the mighty have fallen of just, like, how shitty I will now. And at first I was like, okay, it's, like, colleagues that are, like, on my level. And then I was like, okay, now it's like, direct supervisor. And I'm, like, showing up to meetings with, like, the director of my department. (laughs) I'm like, I'm still in this, like, gray hoodie that you saw yesterday I love it. I'm the same. I feel like everybody is, should be the same. If they're not, they're insane. Because who would literally dress up? When you're not gonna see anybody. Totally. Totally. Also, I wanna be clear that it's a shirt on top and pajama pants on the If you wear jeans in your house, you are a psychopath. Such a psycho. There's no exceptions. Nope. <laughs> not none at all. Also, I haven't worn a bra with an underwire in <laughs> weeks. When quarantine first started, this is another confession. I discovered Poshmark. Yes. I sold my life. Yeah, And I also, like, nobody bought my used bras. But at the time, I <laughs> cleared out my bras with underwires. No, I like, I literally don't own a real bra anymore. Like, I don't even own a push-up bra. I used to wear, like, I'm like, nah, dog. Oh, no. No, no. we're leaving those in 2019. <laughs> oh, my God. Yeah, that ship has sailed. I... Yeah, it's amazing not having to get ready for work and stuff. Love it. I hope this life, well, I do in some aspects, but in this aspect, like, never end. Same. I feel that Mm -hmm. so hard. Yeah, like obviously, I hope everyone gets better. (laughs) Yeah. Um, but I hope that we can keep some of these like work from home things. Totally agree. As I mentioned at the top of the show, this weekend Petty is back. Lindsay, do you have anything you want to share about your week this week? Okay, I have a number of good items, a couple bad. So where should we start? Uh, let's start with the bad and end on the good. Okay, bad. Mm-hmm. Last time we were on the pod, last time I was on the pod, sorry, we were talking about how we were both going off to Europe, blah, blah, blah. Mm-hmm. Um, I went to Europe, I got engaged in Santorini, like best thing ever. Yes, I, I can't get through the video without crying. No, I was, like, bawling. It was, like, so stupid. And I didn't expect it. I was, like, hoping for the best. But, I like, I think I mentioned on the pod that I, like, went through our apartment and I couldn't find a ring. And I was, like, fucking pissed. <laughs> right? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> oh, my God. I sound like such a bitch. But so we had this wedding um, planned. And I think we have to cancel. Why are you telling me this live on the podcast? It's because they're talking about opening up international travel maybe in December. And our wedding's supposed to be November 11th. No, but November 10th, sorry. And it's November 10th only so that we can have a national holiday the next day after our anniversary, like, for the rest of our lives. Oh, that's so smart. Holy shit. That's so funny. So I think that, so it's not official yet. Oh my God. I cannot believe this is like an RTBB exclusive. I think this is the first time someone has told me like straight up news okay. on the podcast. I wish people could see my face right now. I am in shock. Are you ready for this next um, bomb? No, but lay it on me. Um, I got quarantined surprise married married ah, that's amazing I'm obsessed with that okay. congratulations thank you actually I like haven't told anybody yet because we still want like I know this is gonna gonna go on the pod yes so it's not gonna be a secret we want like the big ceremony with everyone there okay so, good. If the wedding (laughs) is postponed, it's going to be the next November. Oh, my God. That's so long. I know, right? I know. I know. I know. But, like, realistically, like, I don't know. Everybody says, like, 18 months for the vaccine. And, like, I don't want people to feel, like, at risk for a wedding. Totally. And I feel like we're all going to be, like, itching for a vacay by then. So everyone's going to have so much fun like it's just like all gonna work out oh of course totally also I feel like if your wedding is the first thing people do after quarantine ends it'll be like (laughs) the party of the century you're welcome everyone it's gonna be it's gonna be amazing like all the plans are still gonna remain the same and everything but they like asked for more money when corn or when covid started we're like dude like I'm pretty sure that's not how this works right now like there's a global pandemic we don't owe you any money right now and you're asking for more like nah dog so that kind of like made it sketch so I was like super down in the dumps about it and then um my partner had like this like most beautiful idea he was like well we have to get legally married in Canada anyway and he was like, why don't we do a surprise wedding in your parents' backyard? Oh, my gosh. That's so We cute. had, like, the wedding, like, the four of us. I yeah. didn't wear, like, a wedding dress or anything because we still want the ceremony to be, like, the actual wedding. So, we yeah. just, like, contacted a commissioner. She came. It was, like, the most beautiful, intimate wedding. And because we had nothing planned, it was mm-hmm. so real like i didn't have to worry about things working out and the most beautiful thing was everything came together like we literally picked tulips from my parents garden and put them around an arbor 1 hour before the ceremony and it was literally stunning like it was freaking stunning it was like we planned it we just like set up our speakers outside we like had a chill lunch like an hour before and then like 20 minutes before the wedding I was like I guess I should like do my hair and put on a dress and makeup and it was like fucking stunning I have to send you pictures because it turned a bridezilla into like bridechilla and I just like really appreciated the moment and like for like the love and union that it's supposed to be about. Totally. I love that. That's so exciting. And I'm so glad that you have that memory. That's so special. It's really special. Congrats. That's amazing. I didn't switch my last name yet to like after so that it's like, you know, all official. But I love that. As far as like Canada revenue is concerned, I'm married. Yeah. (laughs) Yes. So you'll have like two wedding dates to celebrate. I guess so. Yeah. Yeah. Your little quarantine wedding date, and then when you have a ceremony. What else is good news? Uh, Okay, Halo Top is on sale at Whole Foods. <laughs> that was another win this week, so... <laughs> Honestly, I'm all about the small wins this week. 100%. Actually, all of quarantine. That is good news yeah. to me. How about you? I feel like I talk about this quite a bit on the podcast, but... I think I'm happy about like the effort that I've put in to the podcast this week and these past couple weeks because I think like when you start an endeavor, it's really hard to put yourself out there and show people that you like that are outside your like immediate circle, like parts of you and stuff. So I, I don't think it feels... As easy for me as maybe it looks or I hope it looks. And I think that like a lot of things are out of my wheelhouse that I've like learned. Like I couldn't imagine like editing together audio or like doing like marketing. I put that in loose quotations or like like even just the Photoshop things that I've learned this week. Like I cannot believe like some of the things that I'm doing and i think it's also so easy to compare ourselves to people that have teams behind their podcast or who have been doing it for years or it's their full-time job we're like this is a side project hobby for me and i do everything by myself and yeah i think i think i just like have really high expectations for myself and I'm really happy that in the past couple of weeks that I've put, like, a concerted effort into producing content and finding new guests and just, yeah, doing the thing. And, yeah, I think, like, sometimes it's hard when, like, you spend, like, five hours editing a podcast. Or, like, I think sometimes people are like, oh, that's just, like, off the cuff, which obviously all of this, like, mainly is off the cuff, but... Like, we do edit it. I do edit it. And I, this is, like, another thing. I always say we. I'm like, check us out on Facebook. Or, like, thanks for following us. Or, like, like I just did – I just said we edit the podcast for five hours. No, it's fucking me editing the podcast for five hours. So I think, like, yeah, one of the good things is, yeah, bringing back some normalcy to my life as things reopen in BC. Like, going out for sushi. I'm probably going to go to, like, HomeSense after yes. this which is gonna like rock my entire world but yeah also just like the things that I've been doing for the podcast because I think it's easy to also just like get scared and stop or um compare yourself to others and like get down on yourself and like you're doing amazing honestly thank you and you're you're also the revamp (laughs) I love it so fresh Okay, good. You are my target audience, so that's amazing to If hear. I'm your target audience, like, I'm all in. Because this is, like, right up my good. alley. Good. I think it's, like, also, like, this is something I've explored a lot on the podcast, but kind of like what you said before, like, I'm lots of, like, podcasts, like, support Facebook groups and stuff, and people are, like, like I'm looking for, like, people that are, like, can coach people through trauma, and, like, I'm looking for, like, divorced people people who can like share their experiences and it's like sometimes I just feel bad that I'm like talking about like shit that like is irrelevant (laughs) basically but like it I don't know like when people are like doing all this like good work but um I don't know I'm trying to like reframe that of like I don't know this is things that I like to do exactly and I think that comes with like I guess confidence but also like yeah I think you mentioned this earlier like that comes with age like we're like fuck it I don't care like I don't want to read a novel about World War 1 like I want to read about <laughs> yeah. a fucking teen romance and I don't care Totally. Totally. This is like I might edit this out but this even happened to me like the first time I went to Europe I went to all of these museums I hate museums I was like <laughs> I fucking hate I museums. Hate them. Okay? I hate that. Like I don't when I'm, okay, like I was in Athens and I was in a <laughs> fucking museum and my partner yeah. was like, oh my God, look at this artifact from the ancient Rome. And I'm like, I know nothing about ancient Rome and I don't give a shit. Same. Same. We in ancient Rome because we were in Greece. <laughs> so whatever they were called, like what? Ancient Greece. Oh my god, that's so funny. I just like learned that in a hot minute that like I'm not... A museum type of, place. I think that there's museums worth going to for like sure. Like the Louvre, that's it. Yeah. And like, I liked when we went, well, like, I, when we were in Spain together, we both went to the Picasso Museum. Like, there are things that are like, I went to the Frida Kahlo yeah. Museum. Like, there are things that are like so classic that I can really, I do appreciate. But like, no, I'm not going to like fucking 7,000 like modern art museums no ever shoot me in the foot (laughs) literally and so like you're right I think it's just like don't you don't have to do what everyone else wants you to do just like do what you want to (laughs) do you do you I feel like this is my motto for the past two hours yeah me too and that I guess comes with podcasting and music and speaking of which you're going to home since I'm gonna watch the Lizzie McGuire movie after this. Like, oh, classic! I think on the next podcast, I'm gonna be talking a little bit of Lizzie <gasps> McGuire. Oh my god, I cannot wait! Yeah, with Olivia from Saturday Night Live podcast. I'm dying. I cannot wait. Yeah, it's gonna be good because there's lots of new Lizzie McGuire like content and Hillary Duff content. So we're both stands. So I think that's it from us. Thank you again, Lindsay. I can't believe it's been a year. Our next one, there won't be a year in between. I am so happy to be back. I am an RTBP stan. I love <laughs> Good. the pod. I love you for doing you. Thank you. Should RTBP's first merch up for sale be a tie-dye, like, sweatshirt? Fucking shoot me. <laughs> oh, my God. But, like, something like gray tie-dye? Like... <laughs> Has to be gray. <laughs> yeah, one hundred percent. It has. I mean, to be I would buy it. <laughs> <laughs> uh, maybe TBD. No. Who knows? Who knows what will happen in quarantine? Yeah. Thanks for coming on, Lindsay. Where can the listeners of RTBP find you? You can find me at Lindsay Mia with the two A's on Instagram. I don't post much, but when I do, you better believe it's about teenage shit like carried up yeah yeah 100% yeah me too I I love it it's a 10 out of 10 follow thank you so much for listening to this episode I hope you enjoyed it if you like what you hear follow along on Twitter and Instagram and join our Facebook group I'd love to hear from you I hope you and your loved ones stay safe and healthy during these times As always, I'm your host, Tori, and I'm ready to be petty. See you soon. Bye.